Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, sweater weather is already here in the Berg, and you can find some real gems if you're into thrifting. We are, and so is Kristen Malone, a.k.a. the Thrifty Yinzer. She knows how and where to get the best vintage, secondhand, and even garbage finds in the city. It's Monday, October 3rd. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. Kristen, you go by a very Pittsburgh name, uh, the Thrifty Yinzer. Yes. Is it? Is this a good city for thrifting? I think that it is. Yeah. Yeah. What makes it? What makes it good? Yeah, I think just it's kind of in our nature that we're, you know, it's kind of, um, kind of in our history that we're just we're just like a thrifty, frugal city. Um, <laughs> people don't like to throw things out. Um, they would much rather donate them, which is awesome. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a really um, really good thrifting community here, and um, I did bring some tips with me on um, just kind of how you can holistically, you know, live a little more frugally and um, you know just a little kinda, more sustainably, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. So um, the what I always tell people about thrifting is, you know, not only is it from a financial perspective that you're, you know, saving money and doing good, but you're also able to lessen your carbon footprint on the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's, you know, really important to a lot of us, especially now. Um, Yeah. So what are, what are some things I guess that you do to, (laughs) to prep the process of thrifting? Cause you know, you can't show up just anywhere and think that you're going to find gold. Right. Exactly. You can, it happened. It's (laughs) definitely happened. Yeah. But my number one thing when people say, well, how do I get started or, uh, you know, what, can you take me thrifting with you? Or, you know, all these questions that I get. Uh, the first thing is always have a bolo list. So it'll be on the lookout. So mm-hmm. if you know that you really want a dining room table, for instance, put that on mm-hmm. your list. Um, that way, when you know you walk into a store, you kind of scan through it, see if mm-hmm. you find anything. Um, and you, of course, want to give yourself time. If you say like, oh, I need a dress for, you know, a, an event in two days, there's probably a chance that you're going to be able to find exactly what you're looking for. But if you give yourself two weeks instead of two days, you're going to have a much higher chance of finding exactly what you want for the price that you want. Okay, so we've got our bolo list. Mm -hmm. And say we got a little bit of time. Uh, What are some of your favorite places to go and check out? So like, where should we go once we have all this? So um, anywhere I am, like in the country, or in Pittsburgh, wherever I am, mm-hmm. my go-to is always Goodwill. I know I'm a little bit biased just because I sit on the board, but love, love Goodwill for like home decor, um, you know, plates, cups, things like that. Yeah. So this um, bureau that I have behind me actually was from the garbage and I painted it. Um, but everything on here, my little monogrammed mug and my picture frames and everything, um, that's all Goodwill decor. You said that you got your bureau um, out of the trash. I'm not I judging did. you, but like, <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> like a you... loud and proud garbage picker here. Where do you Where do you go to get to get good stuff for garbage? Because I'd be I'd be terrified to pick something up off the street because you don't know you know you don't know what's going on inside the home. No, no, <laughs> very, very true, very true. Uh, what I will say: any time that someone has seen me take something out of their garbage. 
nine times out of 10, they've been super supportive. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad someone's taking that. Or do you need help loading it into your car? So it's by no means a shameful thing yeah um before you actually even get it what what is garbage picking like so i i imagine like someone like you know the little feet up in a yeah. in a dumpster or something you know yeah, so, so if, if people don't know what can you that's dumpster diving and i okay i do that also oh, okay. uh, <laughs> so garbage picking is really just driving around on trash night in a neighborhood you know whenever their their trash is going to be the next morning and looking through their trash and i'm i'm I should make it clear, I'm not on the curb, like, opening garbage bags, digging through, like, actual people's trash. It's mostly driving around looking for, like, toys or furniture or things that aren't bagged up that are just, like, on the curb. Yeah, there's a... There's a dresser sitting outside in my uh, in my alleyway right now. Yeah, so that's something. Yeah, yeah, that would that that would be garbage picking. But you always want to stay in a neighborhood that you're familiar with, and you probably want to stay relatively close to your house. Um, not only is it easier again for you to navigate, but it will help you if you have to bring something back to your house in um, in trips. Yeah. Like if you're 30 minutes away and you find a two-piece bureau, for instance, and you have to drive with your hatch on your car not totally close, that's not going to be the safest drive back. Whereas if you're only, you know, a mile and a half away from your house. Uh, but yeah, I just say start in your neighborhood. Go like a couple streets over. Um, you're probably not going to know those people. Um, even if you do, who cares? Like I said, they're, they'll probably be happy to see that go to a good home and not yeah. go to the landfill. Have have you ever accidentally picked up someone's parking chair? That is so funny. Oh my god, that's so funny you asked that. Okay, no, I have. I don't think I've ever picked up someone's parking chair. But there is um, somebody must be redoing their sidewalk up the street from me, and they have had this really cool like vintage chair like blocking like the sidewalk and the street. And I just want to walk up there and be like, I will give you a plastic chair. Like, can you can you not leave this nice like vintage looking chair out in the elements like i'll I'll trade you (laughs) the pits the pittsburgh parking chair is supposed to be a foldable chair it's old no one can sit on it and um oh our our one neighbor uses like the good company like dining room chair as their parking chair i'm like that's not messing around that must be like they must be like holding a spot for like the queen (laughs) who's not i guess (laughs) Like, this spot is only for Ed Gainey when he comes by. (laughs) Do you like to dance? Look at beautiful art. Eat gourmet snacks. People watch. We'll mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm, because this is a theme party. You want to come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend, and rest assured, every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org.
say your favorite thrifting store is a nonprofit Goodwill. What about ones that are for profit? Like, is that ethical? Of course. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Any any time that you are reducing your carbon footprint um, is one thousand percent doing the right thing. So um, it takes a couple thousand gallons of water, for instance, to make like one pair of jeans. It's wow. very like water and um, labor intensive, you know, to make a pair of jeans. So no matter where you get a pair of jeans from, if it's secondhand, if you get them from a friend, if you get it from a nonprofit or a consignment shop or your buy nothing group, or you buy it off of eBay or Poshmark or Mercari or any of those online platforms, you're essentially saving, you know, water waste, um, textile waste, um, you know, shipping costs. So, Looking at it from that perspective, I mean, there's we don't live in a society where the infrastructure is designed for us to totally live sustainably and, you know, to never buy plastic and to, yeah. you know, have a very minimal, you know, carbon footprint. So we kind of have to pick and choose and do what we can. Um, but you had mentioned for-profit uh, stores, and I'm I'm 100% on board with those. Um, I will name a couple of my favorites. I love Plato's Closet and Clothes mm-hmm. Mentor. Those stores are so great. Um, in fact, I <laughs> I went to the Elton John concert with my mom, oh, and I was yeah. like, man, it'd be so cool. Like, I, I just randomly thought on this the last minute. I'm like, oh, my God, it'd be so cool to find, like, a pair of, like, really fun, like, bell-bottom pants. Yeah. And I... I'm like, oh my gosh, Plato's went over there. I found three different pairs of pants that I could, you know, and I, I bought the them jackpot. all. I'm like, I'm just yeah. going to decide. A yeah. um, couple other consignment shops I really like, um, the Savvy Fox in Mount Lebanon. That's one of my favorite ones. They have a lot of high end things. So if you're looking for like, you know, a mm. Chanel bag or a Louis Vuitton or like a Burberry coat, um, not only are you going to get it a lot less than retail, but they do authenticate really well. They're yeah. actually one of my favorite places that authenticates. Not that other places don't do it well. I just I trust their quality. Yeah. Um, I've seen some some iffy things online. Uh, yeah. From, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, from yeah. other consignment shops not properly doing doing that. Yeah. So and and it, and again, this is this is my own my own personal preference um you know i'm not saying anyone else is bad i'm just saying that that would be my preferred place that i would go to look for if i wanted like a like a gucci bag for instance yeah there's a a ton of pittsburgh themed oh my goodness the old sweatshirts that are old steeler shirts Mm -hmm. the old pirate shirts um oh yeah pittsburgh's huge on vintage and um that actually does remind me so avalon exchange in the east end if you're looking for like curated vintage yeah like don't sleep on that place and what's cool about it what i always love going over there um you know i have to cross like three bridges and a tunnel and yeah 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 the the oregon trail to get there (laughs) you gotta pack snacks yeah when you get there it's worth Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Definitely packing snacks for that day. Uh, So I usually hit up Avalon Exchange and then the Goodwill that's right on Center Ave. It's just like right around the corner. And then also the, um, oh, I'm going to butcher the name of it. Is it the Center for Creative Reuse? Is over there as well. So yeah, a lot of places in the East End, which is really cool. But if you're looking for curated vintage, definitely Avalon Exchange. I also like Buffalo Exchange on the South Side. um, And you can just... Uh, there's there's a ton of places right on Carson Street. So if you want to do like a yeah. Southside thrifty tour, there's uh, Highway Robbery Vintage. Her stuff is just 
unbelievable mm-hmm. um you know super cute and curated and then of course you can end at goodwill <laughs> yeah i've seen i've seen um this other store too uh shop zeds and they mm-hmm. have a lot mm-hmm. of yeah yeah pittsburgh and sports themed yeah. um vintage wear i have a friend that swears by that store I wanted to check it out. I, I put in a bid on a Mac Miller shirt and lost. I'm still a little bitter about it, but I do want to go check out the store. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bitter about it. Yeah, but when you do, when you do actually find it and you do yeah. win it, oh, it's gonna be that that sweet victory. <laughs> Even better, yeah. But I do feel like thrifting. Not that the quality has changed now, but nowadays we have like fast fashion. Right. Um, you know, a lot of our clothes end up in landfills, and um, yeah, it it actually it, it just touching on fast fashion. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a it's a huge problem. I'm sure your audience already knows that. But um, the and for people that don't know, fast fashion is like H and M, Forever Twenty One, right. Shein, yeah. Yeah, Boohoo, yeah, any of those, mm-hmm. any of those companies. But the 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 bigger picture to that, you know, people there's a misconception that oh well, I I donated it when I was done with it, so it's not wasteful. But really, what that comes down to is is places like Goodwill and other organizations that take and use clothing. Yeah, if it's something they can't use, there's no way to like recycle that synthetic material. So they're now on the hook to dispose of it properly. So that's um, a Goodwill, for instance, their their overall cost for disposal has gone way up. So, you know, and again, that's that's money that comes out of, Hmm. you know, programs helping the community. But, you know, we don't like fast fashion. (laughs) Thrifters don't like it. But um, the 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 last thing I'll say, I guess, just about thrifting in general is it is it's okay to purchase things new. I feel like, um, you know, there's kind of a, a, um, a stigma around, you know, like, oh, well, if, you know, how can you, you know, buy that whatever, whatever from the mall when you're like, you know, a thrifter, you know. And again, like I said, we, we don't live in a society where, where we have an infrastructure that allows us to be totally sustainable. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, you want to really just the idea is just being mindful. Um, you know, like I said, it really is a holistic approach um, to living frugally. Yeah. You know, whatever your end result is to lessen your carbon footprint to be more you know financially stable um you don't have to sacrifice your lifestyle those are great tips uh kristen malone is the thrifty yinzer kristen thank you so much for joining us today thank you so much for having me if anyone would love to talk thrifting with me or you know if you want to reach out please hit me up on my instagram i love talking garbage and especially garbage uh dumpsters (laughs) thrifting all those things a little more news before you go A new downtown center for the unhoused that welcomes couples, pets, and people in active addiction could open this month. Second Avenue Commons will have up to 135 beds in the winter. City and county officials have said this isn't a solution to housing insecurity here. It's really just another more inclusive option. During the day, the facility will have medical providers on site to provide care, prescribe and fill medications. You know, it's a block from Allegheny County Jail, so people who have been recently released can make sure their prescriptions don't lapse. UPMC will also have a free clinic there that's open to anyone, not just shelter residents. And the county plans to open more shelters in the winter, but not exactly like this one. 
And a nonprofit that helps unhoused people who are also HIV positive is holding their annual Run Amuck fundraiser this weekend at Shenley Park. The Open Door provides safe housing and other services that help people maintain their course of treatment for HIV. Treatment failure happens largely in the unhoused community when people don't take their medication or take it incorrectly, and that can make them more likely to pass on the virus. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you enjoyed the show, don't trash us. Leave us some love in the reviews, five stars, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city, so we'll see you then. My friend had a uh, a button on this morning, like a little button that you wear on. It says, "It said I took a poo in Beachview." I don't know if you ever seen that button. And <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing, but uh, people take poos I hope in not. Beachview. <laughs> Maybe for the dogs. Maybe for the dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah, there are a lot of dogs in Beachview. <laughs>